It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. It's a firm commitment. Look, when's the last, if these guys, Jordan or whoever you mentioned, the idea that the Russian military with over 100,000 forces would invade and try to maraud Ukraine and us stand by and do nothing? Come on. And what I've done, and I think I'm very proud of it, I've been able to unite NATO completely. He was convinced NATO would collapse. NATO would not be engaged. I've been able to get our, our Asian allies to join with the Europeans in terms of taking on Russia. Thank you, Dark Brandon. Why? Oh my goodness, look, it's an American spy balloon. Live in studio. <laughs> we can dance if we want to, if we don't, somebody will. Because oh, yeah. the president's rude and should be removed and acts like an imbecile. I say, Malcolm Nance. Live in studio. Malcolm Nance, Trump is under Putin's control. <laughs> we can dance, we can dance while Stephanie dances with the pole. Well, it's a Malcolm Nance. I know. It's ice cream for breakfast. All three hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wait, ice cream? Hi, yeah. Malcolm Nance. I'm Malcolm Nance get... live in studio. Yeah, I'm here for the donuts, baby. <laughs> the... <laughs> That's all and, I Oh, we got donuts over yeah. there. And to do uh, Bill Maher tonight, tune in for Malcolm Nance. That's gonna be that's gonna be an event. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be on real time with Bill Maher. That's why I'm here in Los Angeles. Yes, uh, as the main guest. Yes, and we are going to talk about Ukraine and uh, Chinese spy balloon pinatas. Yeah, will you be addressing all the? Uh, uh, should we call them CS bitches at this point that oh. are like you're fighting in Ukraine? You're in a hotel bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny because this theme started on the right wing very early on yeah. in the war yeah. and if you recall there was that video where um where msnbc was in was interviewing me with yes. alia ruzi right and i was in western ukraine i was in lviv um and um i was in this yellow jacket and while we're sitting there a cruise missile attack yeah. not only is happening, yeah. it's literally landing in the neighborhood. Which that hardly we're in. ever happens in hotel bars. No, yeah, and it killed six of my neighbors. Yeah. We're literally yeah. sitting there, and I'm, 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 you know, checking the bearing that they were coming in east to west yeah. axis, yeah. and starts exploding yeah, there. I, saw, and I, saw I have it. people yeah. going. It's, there's some moron. I don't even. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about the the, the internet and Twitter yeah. and and all these things is. There are a lot of idiots that I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's some guy like Miles Chiang or something. Yeah. He's a kid that literally lives in a basement in Kuala Lumpur. Uh And he's like a huge right wing Elon Mustang, you know, commentator on American conservatism. Yeah. And he's never been outside this basement. And he puts this video up, which if you're a professional in my world, you're like, Dang, that guy, real time. I mean, he's right. doing it real time, right? right? Analysis, I'm calling him correctly, right? And this guy's like, oh, I'll never get I'll never get enough of this fake-ass roleplay. And I'm like, six people literally yeah. just died no, behind I saw it live. I remember watching it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. okay, I have a challenge for all you fakes, all right? You, you, what do you call them? The uh, 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 something? Yes, bitches. Uh, yeah, you don't ma'am. have a bleep button, so you can't. Oh, darn and uh yeah i got a challenge for you anybody's got a problem i challenge you to meet me 
at the Medica border crossing mm-hmm. yeah. from Poland to Ukraine, mm-hmm. and I will bring you the Ben Shapiro's, the the Jack Posobiec. You want to yeah. talk about a wussy? He made up a cartoon comic book of himself as 007, right. Agent Poso, <laughs> and I will bring you yeah. to the furthest edge yeah. of the eastern battlefront. Yeah. Because when I come back to Ukraine, I go back to 3rd Battalion Legion, yeah. and I'm back on active duty, yeah. and uh, we will bring you and we'll see how long you last under Russian artillery yeah. bombardment. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. You're right? Exactly. Walking, so. li- literally walking the first, talk. First, first um, hour challenge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, there you first go. 10 there you minutes, go. 30 seconds. Where Gauntlet's do, been thrown. We have, yeah, thrown hard. What a week to have you in studio. Not just the, uh, what do you call it? The <laughs> balloon? Uh, that story. Yeah. But however... <laughs> Oh my God, Marjorie Taylor Greene screaming like a lunatic at the intelligence briefing. <laughs> oh my God, but, Dress, but dressed the, as a as the Chinese balloon. That's right. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And anyway, the big news: Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by uh, by Jack Smith. So we'll talk. We'll have Glenn Kirshner in just a few minutes. But I gotta say, oh Glenn, I'm a little happy clappy. But I. <laughs> He's obviously moving up the. I mean, what's the Pence, food chain? What's yeah. Pence gonna do? He tried to have him killed. I mean, either he can tell the truth. Yeah. That's the best revenge. Yeah, but right? there's no executive privilege for this anymore. No. Yeah. All right. None. He's trying. He isn't president of the United States, and that's all Pence has. To, the only thing he can do, and I'm sure Glenn will explain it, is try to take this to the courts, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to go in. But you're under oath now, bro. Yeah. yeah. You're under oath. The right. one thing he couldn't be put under, and it's going to be, here's the first question. Did he try to kill you, man? <laughs> hey, what are you going to say? I plead the fifth. Yeah. All right, you're going to say that yeah. it's going to incriminate you if you answer that this man tried to have 10,000 people kill you. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But I, I, Mike you know, Pence is just going to say he wanted me to be more hung. What? What? Wait, what? Huh? Wait, what? That didn't sound Wait, right. the delivery Mother's of that. not going to like that. The yeah. delivery of that joke. Let me help you with the delivery. <laughs> Mike Pence would be like, brother just wanted me more hung. <laughs> and I can't get my more hung than this. I, think I mean, to be what a day. Without mommy's assistance. <laughs> what a day to have Malcolm Nance in studio. Can I just say, right, we might finally get... St- terrorism expert, we might get, right, justice for January 6th. Mm. We have Tulsi Gabbard. Wait, wait. Audio oh, for you. I God, mean, what better a day? It was going so day. well until you mentioned that. Oh, boy. <laughs> what better a day could she you be She was very here? upset yesterday. And <laughs> I just, I gotta, I gotta ask you, and obviously we'll talk to Glenn about this too. Yeah. This Charles McGonagall story. Oh. I feel like has a lot more shoes to drop. Does it not prove everything you've said in every single one of your books? In- the, the Durham and Barr stories, all of it, that they're investigating at least the Dur- Durham in Plot to Hack America, which I wrote, mm-hmm. I, I wrote that in four weeks. I got it out six weeks before the election. And one of the things that I kept telling people is, I said, as you read this book, uh, which was an intelligence analysis of how Russia would had to have hacked us yeah. and which organizations, personnel would be involved in that. And I kept saying, if you notice there are gaps in the story, it is not an absence of facts. It's a... It's a black hole of facts. Mm-hmm. That facts have been pulled in there. And then at some point, we're going to have to cross the event horizon yeah. and find out what is there, what is not there that must be there. Yeah. Charles McGonagall yeah. is one of the major things that it had to be there. Who was leaking from the New York office? Who was assisting Have you ever heard the Bullock expression, Garaposca? coincidence takes a lot of planning? Coincid- <laughs> Nance's law, baby. That's right. It, it, you know, 
I, right. I stole this very old. But you're absolutely right. Thing. He's the but, right. He's the. Where did all this come? Where did a, the leak about there's no connection between sh- Trump and Russia? Where did the leak if, about Hillary's emails? If you where consider did, him yeah. a black hole, yeah. you see all the gravitational pull of other stories pointing to that little space of nothingness. Now we can fill it in. Yeah. That there is a that, that this guy may have may have been a massive conspirator. He has been charged. Yeah. Essentially, with es- with with acts tr- that could be concluded as espionage, working with an Albanian yeah. intelligence officer for Oleg Deripaska, an FBI agent. The last guy we time we had this talk was Aldrich James, the yes. FBI agent that was a spy for Moscow mm-hmm. who sent people to his death. Now we see that this guy tried to send American democracy to its death. In totally unrelated story that has nothing to do with spies, Edward Snowden writes. <laughs> Traitor. The whole. Excuse me. Bless you. The whole he uh, <laughs> tweeted. The whole system revolves around the idea that a majority can be made to believe anything so long as it's repeated loudly and often. And you just said the <laughs> the majority can be made to believe anything. Like Snowden is a hero because he betrayed his own country and people and endangered our defense by running uh, to become a citizen of uh, an ex KGB dictator. I mean, I Good there's God. Tulsi Gabbard sitting there, you know, wait, trying to say she's not. A, yeah, yeah. What, what you, right, let's just do this. Did she say uh, 16? Yeah. Oh, here she we go. testified Sorry. before Congress yesterday. Yeah, yeah here, here we she go. is. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton accused me, a sitting member of Congress, a soldier and a candidate running for president of being, quote, groomed by the Russians. Yeah. Yep. And her Check. baseless <laughs> smear worked as intended. It was something that was repeated over and over, headline after headline. Article after article pushed Check. online Check. in every way. This had the harmful Im- uh, impact that it that was intended. I could give you many examples mm. of interactions that I've had with people throughout that campaign and still today. Mm. You know, and uh, where's the lie detected? Hold yeah. it, hold it. I got to say something. A couple of years ago, Tom Perez, some people in my district were like, please run for Congress. Yeah. And Tom Perez was like, you're not going to like this job, Malcolm. You got a bigger mouthpiece. And he's... And, when I hear things like this, cuts like this, yeah. and I think, I really wish I had been on that panel. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I would have literally shouted out, I yeah. would have said, and where's the lie? Yeah. You are groomed by Moscow, right. are you not? What, oh, you're did, not? Did, you did, just love them intrinsically? Did, did anyone ask her how, why they run her clips on RT? Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. They oh, yeah. absolutely put in No, and she points. plays that soldier thing. I'm sorry. She's working at Psychological War Operations Command down there and she betrays america every day i don't know how the officer above her writes her fit reps but we're going to find out someday many fine honorable service members have flipped to enemy powers and become traitors benedict arnold for example yes edward snowden i'm sorry i know you're against torture but here's some more tulsi more recently u.s senator mitt romney accused me of treason Mm -hmm. a crime that is punishable by death under our laws. I challenged him to back this back this serious allegation up with evidence. What was this based on? There was no response, no explanation, no evidence, and certainly no apology. Have you she they become a whiny little bitch party. They're just always yeah. oh the victim of everything. Uh-huh. She, she yeah. is not. I'm, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna I've always say this, I've been saying this for years. Treason is the only crime listed in the Constitution of the United States. It has very yeah. specific parameters, all of which were laid down by Benedict Arnold. You cannot 
blame someone's children for someone else's treason. Mm -hmm. You must be at war. You must provide aid, comfort, and or and benefit to a foreign power in yeah. a time of war. She's right. She is not should not have been charged with treason. Right now that she betrays the values of America every time she opens her mouth, one hundred percent. That she, uh, you know, is. You know, there's a whole litany of words that I can come up with. You don't have to use treason for Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. All right. Be, you know, crazy yeah. is a good word that pops up into my head. Yeah. You know, oh, by the way, if you guys haven't heard the story of her background and her religious upbringing oh, in a yes. cult, oh, yeah. Yeah. go oh, to yeah. QAnon Anonymous podcast and yeah. listen to that episode. I heard it while I was in Paris. and I was just like. This woman got around all of us. She's she yeah. she yeah. did a full yeah. uh, you know uh, you know uh, she she just tricked the entire Democratic Party by oh, yeah. you know peace love and happiness, but works for a hard right wing Indian extremist group. She's yep. good yep. friends with Prime Minister we, Modi. Did we get those donuts? Yeah, I'm oh. trying to shove them oh, in my okay. mouth. Oh, well, okay. Well, then stop. we get, then you get one more Tulsi soundbite. <laughs> oh, okay. As we sit here today, the danger is that if we choose to reject or challenge whatever those in power declare is the so-called truth, we are accused of being anti-authority. We are accused of being a danger to society. Accused of spreading misinformation and are then targeted, smeared. And call things like Russian asset, white supremacist, Check. bigot, Check. racist, sexist, Check. extremist, Check. traitor, Check. and well, so on. Except the last one. Uh, <laughs> All right. I mean, I, it, but I mean, it's eerie, right? They're exactly Putin's talking points on Ukraine or whatever the subject. Oh, yeah. She yeah. was a huge fan of, of Bashir al-Assad in Syria. Mm -hmm. She denied chemical weapons attacks. It's, you're supposedly a United States yeah. congressman who has access to classified information when you're over at Special Operations Command. Read the read board. That's what we say in the spy world, right? That's that big binder of hundreds yeah. of pages of intelligence put out every day to make you smarter. Yeah. She don't, all right? She yeah. believes Fox News. She believes all the crazy out there. Mm -hmm. Don't believe her. Facts are what they are. The truth is before your eyes by trying to muddy these waters, which is what this panel is. It's it's just a wine session, yeah. all right, for right-wingers. Yeah. And hence, Tulsi Gabbard That's shows right. up. Yeah, there she is. Okay. By the way, did I miss that? Uh, did Kevin McCarthy let George Santos have a classified briefing of some sort? I think uh, on I, the I Chinese. Heard something oh, about that, yeah. Mm, okay. You just blew my mind. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, yeah. Move to top this, man. Move this. What's up? Malcolm Nance live in Studio Three Hours. Glenn Kirshner coming up in a couple of minutes. That's right. John Fugel's like Frangela. Yep. That is a party. And the president's here. Hi. We are. We have a better relationship and tighter control over our destiny now than we've ever had. And. Uh, you know, you have Germany increasing their budget by over 2%. You have Japan doing the same thing. You have, I mean, I, I, I just don't, I mean, if these guys don't want to help Ukraine, 
I get it. They don't want to do that. But what are they going to do when Ukraine rolls, when Russia rolls across Ukraine or into Belarus or anywhere else? Uh, only listen to Malcolm Nance about Ukraine. Right. He will be on Bill Maher tonight as the uh, main guest about Ukraine, because uh, it, it is amazing, to, as we talk about every time, Malcolm, to have, uh, it's not just the Tulsi Gabbards, it's, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greens, it's mm. anybody in that party doing Putin's talking points about Ukraine. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. You know, um, one of the, the, the questions people ask me all the time is, why did you do that? Why, yeah. did, why did you just feel that you had to go put your, your life at risk, all right, and believe <laughs> just being in certain parts of Ukraine, sitting still, is putting your life at risk, yeah. right? Uh, we were under, uh, the city I was in was under constant bombardment. Um, uh, right across the street from one of our safe houses, uh, an Iskander missile. It's this giant battlefield ballistic missile with a 2,000-pound warhead. It exploded over the city. It malfunctioned. Yeah. And the warhead came down in the apartment building across the street from us and and we were underground it literally shook the ground yeah but had it had have exploded we would be having a very different malcolm nance sure. memorial show yeah um you know but those people deserve our assistance it's the heart of democracy in eastern europe yeah, yeah. they stopped russia from reinstating an iron the new iron curtain of belarus and a russian occupied ukraine they saved their language they saved yeah. their culture they saved their Teslas, and I've never seen so many Teslas in Europe. I was just in Stuttgart, saw more Teslas in yeah. Kiev, Ukraine. I got. Well, uh, by the way, I need my tweets from this morning because I got to. We got to talk about Elon Musk and oh, Starlink geez. and all that. You got to explain some of that to all us. Right. But yeah, uh, I'll explain it to him. All right. Yeah, but uh, oh, by the way, Chris made a good point about Hillary Clinton never mentioned Tulsi Gabbard right. by name no. in 2016. No. It was Tulsi that went. I'm not a Russian asset. Exactly. <laughs> And Why is she talking about me? I mean, um. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, all right. More with Malcolm Nance, 29 minutes after the hour, and Glenn Kirshner next. There's no way that Putin is going to be able to cope. He's already lost Ukraine. The idea that he's ever going to be able to well, here's what he thought. He thought that if he invaded Ukraine, first of all, he'd get a welcome by every Russian speaker. They'd say, come on in. Secondly, he thought what would happen is that NATO would collapse. NATO would not do anything. Right. They'd be afraid to act. Then he thought, anyway, go, go down the line. None of that's happening. Thank you, Dark Brandon. Thanks to heroes like Malcolm Nance, who brought me my own uh, stuffed javelin from uh, Ukraine. <laughs> you cannot get those javelins in the United no. States. You, gotta, you can't even get them in Europe. You got to get them in Ukraine only. It's my binky when you're not here. Yeah. God, I love that it's been fired and has like flames coming out of the The, sting, yes. the yeah. stinger is twice yeah. as big. Yeah. I got, I'm holding Malcolm Nance's stinger. Wow. <laughs> this javelin. Is, th right. Javelin. Right. Right. This is like a, my own personal Chippendales this morning. Look at this. Thank wow. God. Former U.S. Attorney Glenn Kirchner is here. Get me Former 30-year federal prosecutor Glenn Kirshner. I can listen to him talk all day. Who has answered the call for his country once again. 
MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirshner. Stephanie Miller. Every Miller show all day. Piercing blue-eyed Glenn Kirshner. We got that Glenn Kirshner now, and I feel okay. I know, we're just making each other jealous. Whenever Nicole Wallace says, I have Glenn Kirshner, I'm like, no, you don't have Glenn Kirshner. I have Glenn Kirshner. Hi, Glenn. Good morning, Steph. And I have to say, the first thing I see is you holding another man's missile. I get a little jealous. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start the big gavel of justice. I bring everyone down to my level. Yes. <laughs> Glenn, let's start. What can I say? Because if you, have, if you have my friend Malcolm there with you, if you open the dictionary and look up Put your money where your mouth is. Yes. You're going to see Malcolm's picture. Yeah. Thank you, brother, for what you do. Well, are you kidding? <laughs> the interviews that I give, I go at some point, you need to talk to Glenn Kershaw. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody needs to, some, That's somebody what needs happens to weigh here. in as a lawyer. Every, every two seconds. Get me Glenn, Get me Glenn Kirshner. <laughs> um, Glenn, so let's obviously start with the big news. Pence gets uh, subpoenaed. Yeah. Um, one did, uh, let's see, our other, our, your, your friend, our friend uh, Jill Weinbanks said, even if Pence tries to delay testifying in response to Jack Smith's subpoena, the delay does not have to be long. During Watergate, we subpoenaed the president's tapes on April 16th, 1974, argued in SCOTUS on July 8th, and had a decision on July 24th. Two weeks later, Nixon resigned. I mean, I know we're not in Watergate times anymore, but, uh, but what do you think of this whole Pence thing? You know, I, I think the most interesting question now is will Mike Pence try to delay his appearance? I'm not so sure he will, because he knows it's a losing proposition legally. Frankly, I, I don't know what kind of a proposition it is politically. I don't pretend to understand the calculations that people like Mike Pence make politically, but I, I saw a recent poll where Mike Pence was polling well below I don't know who I'm going to vote for. So, I, I, you know, and I don't know who Mike Pence's base is. Is it the people who wanted to hang him on January 6th? So, but, you know, I, I think he may have actually asked for this subpoena. And, and I say that because, you know, it, he was negotiating, it was reported, for quite a while with special counsel, with the Department of Justice, to perhaps come in for a voluntary sit-down, a voluntary interview. It may be that his team said, listen, um, give us the subpoena and we'll appear because that is a legal obligation. Yeah. You're being directed by the judge who supervises the grand jury to appear and testify. That gives him some legal cover. He can now at least say, listen, it was my legal duty to testify and that's why I'm doing it, not because I'm comfortable turning on Trump. So I, I don't know what's going on behind yeah. the scenes. I don't know if he's going to try to delay it. If he does try to delay it, Steph, he will not succeed. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is, he, you're, politically, you're right. He is like Bruce Willis in Sixth Sense. He's the only one that doesn't know he's dead. Um, <laughs> politically. Wait, what? Politically. Oh, my yes. God. Spoiler alert. I'm so sorry. He was dead the whole time. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> also, I gave away the the, the, way, the end to Night Mother yesterday, and I'm you sorry, did. but it's kind of in the title, Night Mother. <laughs> <laughs> So, Glenn, but does this give you, um, I mean, I, we talk every week about being impatient for justice. This do, this is a more aggressive move. It does seem like we're moving up to, as you always say, the suits from the, the boots on the ground. What do you think? Yeah, let, let's look at the silver lining here. Jack Smith uh, was appointed as special counsel November 18th. Less than three months ago, he has gone scorched earth. He's issued the kind of subpoenas that Merrick Garland's Department of Justice should have issued more than a year ago. 
But you know what? He's moving quickly, and he has now subpoenaed the single most important witness in the investigation. And if we can read the tea leaves, you know, when we're investigating large-scale conspiracies or criminal enterprises, we will typically wait until the very end of the grand jury investigation to subpoena the most important witness or witnesses. Why do we do that? Because we want to get all of the lesser witnesses locked into the grand jury. We want to learn what we can from their testimony, and then we want to use it to craft our examination, our Q&A, for the really big, important witnesses. And, you know, so, so Jack Smith is following a blueprint, and the next step in the blueprint is we've presented everybody, we have enough evidence to indict, and we're going to ask the grand jury to vote out charges against Donald Trump and his criminal associates, his co-conspirators. So that's where I think Jack Smith is headed. Yeah. Um, this entire week, can I just say, he's been like a sexy liberal wet dream for me. Yesterday, we had future Senator uh, Adam Schiff on, <laughs> who's been right about Russia every step of the way. Malcolm Nance, who literally wrote the book and books about it. Cut to D.C. sexy liberal. There's you and Jamie Raskin. And there's Jamie Raskin yesterday. It just let's take a listen about Durham. And this all ties together. Consider the John Durham investigation. At the urging of Republicans, including the good chairman, the John Durham special counsel investigation was set up in 2019 by Barr to try to find wrongdoing by intelligence or law enforcement agencies in the origins of the Mueller investigation. And we've heard some of the murmurings about this today. After four years and millions of dollars spent, the Durham investigation closed as a total flop without unearthing anything like the deep state conspiracy that Republicans have been denouncing around here for years. It couldn't find anything of substance to it. Yet Barr in Durham kept pressing in clearly abusive ways. I hope your subcommittee will investigate. Uh, there it is, right? I mean, I, it seems like, first of all, these hearings are just blowing up on Republicans in the worst yeah. possible way. I mean, the, uh, you know, uh, Dan Goldman's and the Jamie Raskin's are, are just eating them alive. So what do you, what do you think about the Durham investigation, you know, them at least uh, investigating the Durham investigation? Yeah, you know, it was destined for failure. And I'll tell you, nothing's more corrosive to government service or to you know, the mission of law enforcement than when, you know, and I've used this as an example. If somebody had assigned me a criminal investigation and I investigated it aggressively and thoroughly and, and exhaustively and ethically, and I reached a conclusion, either there's enough evidence to indict or there's not enough evidence to indict. After I reached that conclusion, if somebody from the Trump administration, under which I worked before I retired, somebody came down and said, okay, Glenn, now we're going to investigate you for conducting that investigation. Are you flipping kidding me? You know, I can tell you, I, I would not have received that information well, and I would have tried to convince them to change course, or I would have quit, as some of my friends did, who, for example, were part of the Roger Stone trial team when Donald Trump and Bill Barr tried to squirrel that case and others. You know, this is not the way public service works. And I'm glad the Durham investigation has been exposed for the you-know-what show that it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Dick Durbin wrote a letter to uh, Merrick Garland. I was asking uh, 
Malcolm about the uh, Charles McGonagall stuff and his some of the questions Durbin asked are did McGonagall do anything to tip the scales of justice in favor of anyone he's now linked it to in the indictments what role did McGonagall play in 2016 FBI's Trump Russia probe and the Mueller investigation is there any chance McGonagall compromised sources methods or evidence how did one of the most elite counterintelligence operations not notice that one of its main guys was allegedly doing favors for a sanctioned Russian oligarch while he was still on the FBI payroll so a lot more shoes to drop in this McGonagall thing, don't you think? Yeah, the McGonagall thing shook me to my core, and I've, I've talked with Frank Figliuzzi about this. Um, you know, I, I worked with the FBI when we were working RICO cases in the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office, and to a man and a woman, the people I worked with were just remarkable law enforcement uh, officers and agents and just really honorable public servants. So when I see this, listen, I'm not so naive to say that our institutions don't have bad apples. You know, you got bad prosecutors, bad judges, bad agents, bad defense attorneys. I understand that. But when people at the highest levels of our nation's counterintelligence mission are in bed with Russians the way Trump was in bed with Russians, I mean, it really does shake my faith in our institutions. And it makes me realize that, you know, reform when we talk about governmental and institutional reform, that can't just be, you know, a pretty word. We really have to work to yeah. reform our institutions if we're going to restore the faith and confidence of the American people in organizations yeah. like the FBI and the DOJ. Malcolm, I know this I is have, in your area of expertise. Are you following this? Yeah, <laughs> I am. And question, I have a little something about it because I, I went and looked up something. Counterintelligence, you know, Russia. I just thought. Alter yeah. James was CIA's chief of counterintelligence, and uh -huh. he also was out to hunt for spies including the one that they were looking for which was himself yeah that's the that literally he was out hunting yeah. for himself and the fbi had a spy that was working for russia also do you remember his name uh but my question is this and here's the killer and i'm ready to blow all of your minds okay <laughs> someone recommended that peter struck the fbi's top spy hunter at that time be taken out by the Trump administration. Was it McGonagall? Yeah. Yeah. Who would take out the guy that would find him working with the Russians? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the counterintelligence is me. Is that that's funny because Peter Strzok was the most effective Russian hunter the FBI had. He worked yeah. uh, Russia mafia cases in New York City. He's the guy that would have found the Deripaska link. And then suddenly Donald Trump has got this guy's name on his lips. Who put that name on his lips? Yeah. Someone from the FBI who isn't counterintelligence. I mean, I guess what's left, Glenn, is, is McGonagall going to flip, do you think? Yeah, that'd be sexy. Well, here, here's the thing. You know, <laughs> when I saw that very public, very splashy announcement that he has been indicted in not one but two federal venues, yes. federal court, that to me sent a signal that they have not been able to bring him on board. They've not been able to break him. They've not been able to flip him. So they had to go public and try to shame him into cooperation you know usually when we catch spies um we manage to flip them because we understand the importance of knowing what they know and how they compromised our national security it looks like at least thus far mcgonagall is not there has not flipped um I, you know the smart money is on him flipping rather than taking these things to trial because he's dead in the water yeah. Um, but, you know, it really is important to our national security, unfortunately, that we now know how he compromised 
our safety. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, speaking of it, you tweeted, you've been watching all the Mark Pomerantz interviews, I'm sure. Um, you said Prosecutor Mark Pomerantz pursued racketeering indictment of Donald Trump, but DA Alvin Bragg said no. Let's look at the available evidence to see who has the, the better argument. What was your just your reaction to everything he said this week and his book? You know, I would not have chosen to do what he did. I mean, if, you know, I was a prosecutor for 30 years and I think I would have been uncomfortable writing about investigations that had not resulted in prosecutions that were not completely over. Um, so, you know, I would have chosen another path. But what we learned from him reinforces my belief that for whatever reason, Alvin Bragg was not up to the task of indicting Donald Trump. And what really brought that into full focus is not just what Pomerantz said, but the fact that Bragg went after the Trump organization for a 15 year long criminal scheme to defraud in the first degree, basically rampant tax fraud. The Trump organization was being run as a corrupt enterprise and he had the goods on Donald Trump. Pomerantz said so, but even more importantly, Steph, the prosecutor who made the closing argument in the Trump organization case said to the jury, ladies and gentlemen, the evidence that you saw during the course of this trial against the Trump organization proves that Donald Trump explicitly approved the fraud. As an officer of the court with you know an ethical code of conduct, you can't say that if you don't yeah. have the evidence to back it up. What does that tell us? Bragg's own prosecutors we're arguing to a jury that Donald Trump committed crimes for which he should have been indicted. Why Bragg chose to kill that case, I don't know. It looks like he's playing catch up now because it may be that a fellow a state prosecutor, Fawny Willis, is on the eve of indicting Donald Trump. And let's face it, Alvin Bragg is a political animal. He wants to get reelected. So now all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm going to go take this one small yeah. sliver of crimes against Donald Trump, the Stormy Daniels, Daniels hush money payment. <laughs> I'm going to reinvigorate that investigation. Yeah. I'll believe Alvin Bragg will indict Donald Trump when I see a public indictment that I can read for myself. And what do we, in every investigation, right, follow the money? I mean, you know, it's like financial crime seems to be, even in this, you know, the Italian part of the Durham mm -hmm. story, uh, it's like Al Capone, right? I mean, everybody says it. the the fact that Mueller could not follow the financial stuff, as you talked about in your book, Malcolm. Ordered not to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the spy stuff. But, that, but doesn't it, it always out. come back to that with Donald Trump? Of course it comes back to money. Yeah. But I got a question for yeah. you real quick, uh, Glenn. Yeah. Um. And now I completely forgot. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. It's too early. It it's is too early. early. No, it, it's, it's not a question too early. I'm just too old. <laughs> so, but, also sugar crash from the donuts. Oh, sugar crash from the donuts. <laughs> but no, Glenn, wasn't it you who said the other day that there is clearly two systems of justice in the United States now? That there is a yeah, Donald I Trump that, level? I, I wish that wasn't the That's case. That's the danger but of it. I was in federal court yesterday um, watching the Proud Boys trial. Mm -hmm. And then I walked 100 feet up the fourth floor corridor. corridor, And I watched my friend and former colleague, Kate Ricosi, give her opening statement in the third Oath Keepers trial. And then downstairs, we had that idiot, Kevin Seafried, mm -hmm. who was the guy seen carrying that enormous Confederate flag through the halls of Congress sentenced to three years in prison, not to be confused 
with his 24-year-old son because for the Seafried family, insurrection is a family affair. His son is doing two years in prison because dad and son went and attacked the Capitol together. And Malcolm, the boots of the insurrection, some of them are poor dupes, not smart right. enough to separate fact from fiction about stolen elections. The boots of the insurrection, the people with no power, no influence, no connections, are going to prison every day. And the person who gave the order, the suits of the insurrection, Donald Trump and his criminal command structure, are playing golf and going to dinner parties and holding fundraisers. Yep. And for God's sake, Donald Trump is running yeah. for re-election. There know, are two systems of justice I, in this country, and this is not the first instance of that that we've seen. Steffi's dad was a Nuremberg prosecutor. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I That's, think that by the way, there was a fun fact in, uh, oh, I think it was Rachel Maddow's uh, uh, Ultra, mm -hmm. is that uh, there was some right-wing whack that would not vote for Goldwater because my dad was too mean to Nazis. Which I just <laughs> <laughs> and it runs in the family uh -huh. apparently. But my point, my quick point is in judge the movie, judgment at movie, judgment at Nuremberg, right. right? There's this this fight between the judges, and Spencer Tracy is really torn up, and the other judges like, well, they're just judges, you know, they were just following their orders, and they're fine people, and they're very nice. Right. And Spencer Tracy, in his final speech, it <laughs> might have been your dad, uh, <laughs> says. It was the justices of the German Supreme Court that were on trial. Yeah, yeah. The people who passed all the, the laws excluding people. Yeah, so. we are super late. I choose to believe that all the sexy li liberal streams crossing this week is going to move Merrick Garland and yeah. we're going to get this Yeah, done. somebody smack. <laughs> Love you, Glenn Kirshner. With cookie. Yeah. Love you, Seth. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Yeah, yeah, it is the Stephanie Miller Show. We have crossed the sexy liberal streams. Uh, Adam Schiff yesterday at Malcolm Nansen Studio. Glenn Kirshner, John Fugelsang is coming up. I, I, I don't know what, I, it, this could be the end. We could rapture. It could be too much sexy liberal all in one place. Yeah, no such thing. Yeah, all right. And Frangela, of course, in hour three. And then it's a party. 58 minutes after the hour. Malcolm Nance in studio. The Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. But if the weaponized MAGA campaign isn't exactly partisan, it is entirely political because it's got an overriding electoral focus, and you know what it is. It's all about restoring Donald Trump, the twice impeached former president, to the office he lost by seven million votes in 2020 and tried to steal back in a political coup and violent insurrection against our constitutional order on January 6, 2021. 
Jamie Raskin, star of stage screen, and of course DC Sexy Liberal with yeah. Glenn Kirshner, which uh, Malcolm Nance has also done, as has Adam Schiff. The Sexy Liberal streams are all crossing today. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Fugel saying, Frangela, all coming up. And by the way, oh, the, when he bitch slapped Jim Jordan, one more, real quick, Jamie Raskin. You disagree? Well, please don't take my word for it, as our chairman might say. Just listen to what Chairman Jordan himself had to say six months ago at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Dallas, where he was predicting GOP victory in the 22 elections and promising that oversight of Hunter Biden's laptop and the claim that the federal government is treating moms and dads, like the ones in this room, like terrorists, would be the centerpiece of the GOP's work in the House when they got it back into power. Relaxing with a friendly interviewer, Chairman Jordan gave the game away entirely. <laughs> Quote, all those things need to be investigated just so you have the truth, he said. Plus, that will help frame up the 2024 race when I hope and I think President Trump is going to run and we need to make sure that he wins. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. They're so dumb. Kevin McCarthy did that. He admitted that Benghazi was just all about hurting Hillary Clinton's you know, poll numbers. Two people could play this game. Yeah. And back to fantasy representative Malcolm Nance yes. uh, <laughs> oh, of please. New York 19. Yes. Uh, I would sit there and I'd go, will the gentleman yield? And they'd say yes. And I'd say, you're going to lose. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is not working. You're going to lose. And that's all I'd say every time I'd get the mic. Yeah. Glenn Kirshner tweeted, examples of Republicans working to improve the lives of everyday Americans. Let's see. Benghazi investigation, Hillary's emails, Hunter's laptop. Let's face it. Those who can govern do. Those who can't go on observe investigative witch hunts. Can we be honest? Every time. The Hunter's laptop thing has turned into the, the, you know, the race to find Hunter's junk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's all they, what's, are you guys trying to tell us something? And it's not hard to spot, I'm told. Anyway. Just saying. <laughs> By the way, Malcolm, real quick. I, um, I mean, they need that you. bit of spice in the Congress. Because I'm holding my stuffed javelin that you sent me. Speaking of Hunter's junk, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Big, Is it that big? Um, David According Roth- to my friend Jefferson, who's, who's seen the photos, yes, it Apparently is Apparently, it is that, yes. yes. Is that an ICBM in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> David Rothkopf said, make no mistake, SpaceX's decision to withhold Starlink service from Ukraine is pro-Russia, uh, anti-Ukraine, anti-NATO, and anti-U.S. Do they have the right to do it? Sure. Should the U.S. do business with this company, help it in any way? Hell no. What? Give us your take on that. Yeah. So apparently, Elon Musk uh, has, you know, he says that he doesn't direct any of these things, and he, he clearly does. Has directed that data link uh, usage for drones uh, flying off of the SpaceX, uh, not SpaceX, uh, off of Starlink. What Starlink is? It's a little internet bubble, right? Yeah. That you, you know, you get it a down signal from a, his satellites, and then it creates a bubble where you are, and you can fly a drone and stream video back from that drone if you're close enough to a Starling. And it's been very important. Yeah. It's principal way we communicate out there in some instances. And he's decided he's going in on Russia now. Yeah. And he doesn't want to hurt his bottom line. Starlink is not paid by Elon Musk. Starlink is being paid for by the United States Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk has never donated nothing. He made the U.S. Department of Defense pay for everything he said he donated. Yeah. It's a service like the satellite lift that we have. So if he would like to continue doing business with the government of the United States, I would make it eminently clear that he better do business and stay out of this political right. yeah. working for Moscow. And I, at some point he's going to betray us. 
You guys know how I feel about Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. He's a fat, lazy Bond villain. All right. <laughs> yep. He's the he's, he's the he's the actual idiot genius from the Glass Onion. And uh, you know, and I don't think you know for a South African, you know, <laughs> Nazi lover who thinks Kim dot com and uh, the head of the you know the uh, editor in chief of Stormfront, mm-hmm. the Nazi magazine, is someone we should be doing business with with our government dollar. You heard him, everybody. We're out here in Hollywood. Somebody has to make uh, what do we call it? D- uh, Elon Musk and Donald Trump in octopusy ass bitch. Come on. <laughs> Who's making Stephanie? It? Who's doing that's it? That's no. That, well, that. octopunk right. ass bitch. Yeah, octopusy ass bitch. <laughs> I would just like to see a James Bond film. Where Couldn't I have said it in that? Because it's a James Bond film. Uh, it, that Octop- is a great area Octop- that I don't think you want to I've, enter. Well, I've okay, seen wait. The movie. Paige and Kevin Hart. All right, black <laughs> James Bond who runs into these villains and goes, "This is my opponent." <laughs> Speaking of Hollywood, I know how Ed, Ed uh, Sullivan felt now because it's like the Beatles live in studio. There have been women queuing up for hours to talk to Malcolm yes. Nance, including Lucretia, the sweaty church whore of the Stephanie Miller Show. Hello, Say Lucretia. Again. You're on with Malcolm. Hi. Hi, yes. Good morning, everyone. And Malcolm, it is an honor. And I do have to say, talk about being nervous like the town prostitute at the church picnic. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Is it the picnic? Isn't that where the real church work gets done? <laughs> Are you jealous Allegedly. that I'm holding his giant javelin? <laughs> uh, yeah, you nasty girl. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What do you want to ask Malcolm? Just for show. Okay. So I wanted to mention about um, Adderall McDip crap, you know, complaining about Christy Teague's fabulous tweet. Yes. And wanted to take it down. My thing is, like, what happened to the first, you know, First Amendment and free, you know, free speech? I mean, Lord, family, family has to say God awful stuff about everyone else, but when the shoe's on the other foot, yeah. he's losing his GD mind, which is why he is a hypocritical meow meow ass bitch. Right. Well, thank you for that good edit. Meow meow ass bitch. I'm in. That's By the way, good Lindy Lee said Biden never used the power of the presidency to pressure Twitter to remove Hunter Biden's picks. Trump used the power of the presidency to pressure Twitter to take down Christy uh, Teigen's tweet, uh, tweet calling him a ass bitch. Uh-huh. Learn the effing difference. Yep. Um, that's the, that's why the hearings blew up in their face because it proved the point. Um, in fact, Scott Dworkin said Trump begged Twitter to take down countless tweets. So many times they kept a database. When are those Twitter files being released? Right. Oh, and, you know, I love the way that Elon Musk takes all of these has-been loser journalists. Uh, uh, what's his What's his name? Uh, well, they all uh, there has right. been loser Taibbi. Jim Matt Taibbi. Yeah. Matt Taibbi yeah. and I had an, a salty exchange over Russia. He's a big Russia lover because yeah. he went there to, I guess, get drunk and sexually harass women. I don't know. That's the accusation allegedly. from his roommate, allegedly. <laughs> uh, but you know, <laughs> nothing very manly. Yeah. But these guys are like, oh, things happened in Twitter. I wrote a tweet a month and a half ago about what Twitter a substack about what Twitter really was going to turn into. Yeah. When I called Elon Musk a lazy, fat Bond villain, <laughs> it was going to turn into where he is going to weaponize and or sell your DMs, mm-hmm. your private messages. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it if they're on Twitter. He owns them. And I wouldn't be surprised if he started attacking his enemies and attacking sure. critics by allowing people access to your 
private co what you thought were private communications back then. Oy. Don't trust people oh with your God. private communications. Uh -oh. oh, sorry. Glad Kim, sorry, Karen in Chicago. Sorry, yeah, well, you know, I don't know if that was a moment uh, of pleasure the, the or prosti pain. The prostitute. No, oh, this, no. this is a different horror. No, this is Karen. Oh, okay. Hey, Karen. <laughs> yes. Hello. Entirely different Hello. horror from Chicago. Well, and here we go. And I, you know, I have to con I have to continue the thread of Hunter Biden's junk by saying that, you know, I tune in for the expertise and the humor, but I stay for Glenn Kirshner and his giant gavel yes. yeah. taking <laughs> issue with you manhandling another I, man's missile. Well, I mean, Jen, Glenn Kirshner's giant gavel and Malcolm Nance's giant javelin, it is a lot of man this Friday. Is, it is are, you, are you woman enough to take today's show, Karen? <laughs> Absolutely. I like to end. Listen, I like to end my weeks with a bang. So this oh, is there perfect. You go. <laughs> okay. Go but no, what, what I just want to say <laughs> from my heart, Malcolm, yes. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for fighting for democracy. There is you are an exceptional human being to go over there and assist the, um, the Ukraine military in their efforts to save their democracy. And, and, and also, you know, can I say real quick, because Malcolm's very shy about talking about his books, um, I want to just say <laughs> that, that it is so important. These are like the really uh, like seminal pieces of our time. It's not just the plot to hack America. It's the plot to hack democracy and how mm -hmm. it, Malcolm is the historian of this time in yeah. our country. And I'm being serious. I mean, quite serious right. about the whole through line and what's happening in Ukraine and how this ties into the entire world. And they are just absolutely essential to read. But anyway, go ahead. Yes, no, and absolutely. And Malcolm, see, this is the thing. I mean, democracy is fought on all kinds of fronts. And mm -hmm. you, boots on the ground, Glenn Kirshner uh, fighting for accountability, Mark Elias fighting for right. um, voting rights and all of it. It's all so important. When you're on and you give us this information, it makes us more informed. And Stephanie's 11 billion listeners, um, we all then take it to the streets and then we can have more informed conversations with the people in our lives right. and perfect strangers and tell them why it is imperative that we all get out and vote. And I think that we have to remember if there's another Republican president, God forbid, um, the next time, in, in, let's say we do get justice and Trump is indicted and, pro, you know, and um, I mean, in, at the federal level, he can be pardoned by the next Republican president. And if we think that won't happen, we've got another thing coming. But yeah. thank God, I just hope that well, this Georgia. I, and, uh, let me give a shout out to the Steph heads as well, mm -hmm. right? because I, this was a great tweet. You know, my talk about uh, progressive infrastructure, right. you know, that there's hundreds of uh, conservative stations. But Story tweeted, just think what a different country this would be if Reagan had not overturned the Fairness Doctrine and there would have never been a mm -hmm. Rush Limbaugh on Fox News. We would have had Medicare for all, solar powered cars, homes with renewable mm -hmm. energy, cleaner air, etc. years ago. But, you know, yeah. I mean, we can, the people, Can I just right? say, yeah. Too, yeah, and Steph, can I just say, and Malcolm, maybe you can speak to this. Sure. You know, this is the thing. The Fairness Doctrine, you know, the FCC has no jurisdiction over cable news. So Fox News can do whatever they want. I think it's very troubling that they're allowed to stream for free into, onto our military bases, yeah. basically radicalizing our military. And then they offer free subscriptions to veterans yeah. for Fox Nation. This I, is a problem. Well, it's not a problem. And here's what, it, it's an issue. 
Uh, I know people have shouted at the Secretary of Defense about this. I know people who have spoken to him personally about that from the veterans yeah. community. They're trying to show impartiality and fairness. Look, I would be showing straight up malice if I were chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, a station which helped uh, form an insurrection against the government of the United mm -hmm. States should not be shown on U.S. bases. I think that, you know, mm -hmm. you should allow, unfortunately, TVs get stuck on those in the waiting rooms and all those things. Yeah. Uh, but mm -hmm. let me make one point about your staff heads. You guys are the foot soldiers in the defense of democracy, yeah. period. You are the people. I cannot stand meeting and seeing these people with the We the People t-shirt. You are not. We the people do mm -hmm. not overthrow their own government for fun so that you can install a dictator that's yeah. run by a KGB officer, an ex-KGB officer. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if mm -hmm. you don't do something yourself, I'm sorry, I have never seen a liberal billionaire. I know some. I know mm -hmm. some. I met one in New York City uh, who actually ran in my district a few years back. You don't see them doing the efforts that Republicans do. You don't see them yeah. saying, here's $100 million mm -hmm. for television. Ben Shapiro, people talk about my last show with Ben Shapiro. Why was he even on television? Someone handed mm -hmm. him $10 million yeah. to yeah. create his podcast. But, but right Karen's forth. point is like, well, we're doing it without that. We're, we're, I'm doing it from my basement, but, if, but it's, not me, it's not me, it's not me. It's the Karens out there that are, that are. and Karen, Absolutely. look at sure. look at the results of the midterm. There, there, there was no red People wave. Power. Joe po Biden is president. Right. We There are more of us than there are of them. Right. And, so, but if you and, are, and here's the thing. Can I say, too, the other thing that patriots don't do is they don't defy subpoenas, okay, after an insurrection. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't um, write a book, put it all out there, and then now we're speculating whether Pence, you know, is going to uh, delay showing up for his right. subpoena and, it, and, and it, whether or not he's going to plead the fifth. They don't plead the fifth. Patriots don't yep. plead the fifth. Absolutely. All and right. they don't defy this. Anyway, love you guys. Right. Have a great weekend. All right. Love you too. Okay. All right. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Twenty-seven minutes after the hour, Anita in San Antonio, you are on with Malcolm Nance. Good morning, everyone. Hello. It is so good to see you home and safe, Malcolm. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here <laughs> in the basement I, with. I donuts. cannot believe Tulsi Gabbard was whining about um, mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton being saying mean things about her. Yes, you. That could. was in 2020. Hillary Clinton wasn't part of the government. She wasn't even a candidate. Yeah. How is that weaponization of the government? I'm surprised she didn't start complaining about Britney calling her fat in sixth grade. I, I mean, <laughs> but also, Chris pointed out the best point is I forgot she didn't say Tulsi by name. And right. Tulsi's like, I'm not a Russian asset. Oh, what? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, and I she know. kind of outed whole, herself. Yeah, the whole thing was just a big wine fest about, you know, things that weren't true, like the IRS thing or, or you know, just, you know, people saying mean things about them. We had to put up with Trump. Who who did weaponize the government? He couldn't. He called every. He um, yeah. accused everyone of treason. Everybody that like the whole Democratic Party accused of treason for not applauding him. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I he, mean this he, is this was insane. It was just a big wine fest. It's yeah. a whiny little bitch committee. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what's even funnier? Uh, enough. You know, all I can say is this: yeah. Tulsi should be talking to the head of the rents too damn high party. 
<laughs> because apparently Hillary's charging too much for living, be, you know, be, rent free too much. Her. Rent free in her head. Free <laughs> is just there for her. It's just too much for Kelsey to take. Yeah. Speaking of whiny little bitches, you, uh, 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 you yeah. declared that uh, Erica won Twitter with this tweet. Uh, I love every single uh, mythology, every single mythology and folklore across the planet has that one dude that's like this weird little that ruins your life if he doesn't like your vibe. Germans have gnomes, Swedes have Tomka, <laughs> sorry, and Americans have Ben Shapiro. Okay. <laughs> that weird little About the same size, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the angry chipmunk. <laughs> 29 minutes after the hour. Speaking of manly, Malcolm Nansen Studio and John Fugelsang next. Dear colleagues, your subcommittee could conceivably become part of a proud history of serious bipartisan oversight stretching from the Teapot Dome investigation to the Boeing investigation to the Watergate hearings to the tobacco hearings to the select committee on the January 6th attack. Or it could take oversight down a very dark alley filled with conspiracy theories and disinformation, a place where facts are the enemy and partisan destruction is the overriding goal. Jamie Ruskin, star of the house, stage screen, sexy liberal DC. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh no, it may be too much. It may be too much sexy. Malcolm Nansen studio. And here he comes. With Hugo Sang. With John Hugo Sang. Oh, hi, John. What is that you're showing us? I'm holding Malcolm Nansen's uh, giant javelin. While I while I speak to you, yeah, that's was, a lot. I was going to say that's it's a very plush javelin. It's very yeah, nice. Yeah, there's a there's a lot <laughs> of big thick. a lot of big payloads. It's thick. <laughs> Those listening on the radio, Stephanie needs two hands to hold it. <laughs> that's about right. And by the way, you did just hear correctly that Malcolm Nance knows how to reassemble a scope on his rifle, but he doesn't know how to get a sew a button on. So. <laughs> I know how to sew a button. Of course, I know how to sew a button. The question is, where do you get buttons in Los Angeles? For, for, okay. For Listen, don't tell. Somebody already told Jen Kirkman you got coffee and donuts, and she said she gets nothing and has to sit in a dog cage. And that's not entirely <laughs> true. That's not true. There's a picture. Wait a second. You allow Jen Kirkman to sit in the dog cage? Oh, oh, she gets to come in the house? Gotta, now everyone's mad. I got to pay for that stuff. All right. All right. Good morning, John. <laughs> Morning from the New York Bureau, kids. Welcome. Hey. We, have, we have American Patriot uh, Malcolm Nance in studio for all three hours. So there. Uh, yes, I was just saying it's great that Malcolm has taken a break from fighting Russians over there to fighting Russian stooges over here. Thank you. Welcome back to the fight, Malcolm. Jeez. <laughs> the Western Wall was crumbling back here. <laughs> you made a joke, but it, you made a joke, but it is harder, isn't it? It's harder to fight. Much harder. The here. enemy is, is within here. Yeah, the Russians over there are ridiculously stupid. And they are they they do everything that we think they're going to do, and with uh, you know you can hit them with rockets and and, and do all sorts of horrible things to them. Uh, and back here, I've got to sit and listen to them run one third of the United States government. Yeah, yeah. we just well we just played John uh, the president saying Putin has lost Ukraine. Oh, Malcolm's out here to talk about Ukraine on Bill Maher's show tonight it, it, because we're hearing from one party in the United States Putin's talking points. 
And you know, That's but you, you, he, the president said the same thing you had. Putin has lost. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's it, no. he is not winning in Ukraine. Yeah. By the way, they're also Neville Chamberlain's talking points. The same yes. people that were really happy to call you an appeaser for so many years are now saying, oh, let's give Hitler Czechoslovakia and he'll behave. I, I got to say, my, my new favorite uh, reality show has been uh, Russia's most violent troops beating up their commanding officers' home videos. Because, <laughs> wow. I mean, Malcolm, I have a question. Is, yeah. is there a high window on a high floor with Putin's name on it? I mean... If I was Vladimir Putin, I'd be watching my own team. Yeah. So, you know, you know if you guys haven't been following my Twitter feed for a while, you notice that I don't actually tweet a lot because Twitter is starting to break. Yeah. Uh, but I've shifted oh, over really? to, yeah, my big stuff is at malcolmnance.substack.com. Yep. Go there, subscribe, become a subscriber, be a supporter, and you'll find an article I wrote there just a week ago called How Putin Will Die. Oh. And it's an analysis of all the horrible ways, not of NATO, not Zelensky, how other Russians are going to do him exactly. in, whether suicide bombs or mm. a bodyguard decides to shoot him or Yevgeny Prigozhin, his mercenary chief, decides to use an atomic bomb. But yep. there's going to come a point where Putin's survivability uh, won't, is, is not beneficial to their cash mm. flow. Yeah. And I that's when the Russians to- are going to resolve it. Historically, they do know how to have a coup against the czar, and we forget it was only 30 years ago the military tried to do it to Yeltsin. Yeah. Uh, these guys have a playbook. Yeah, they do. John, this will be known as uh, CS Bitch Week, as you know. This is the week <laughs> yes. that it oh, went yes. on the congressional oh, record that Donald Trump is, in fact, a CS Bitch. You said, remember, because Chrissy Teigen called Donald Trump a CS Bitch, uh, Trump tried to censor her like a ass bitch and because of that donald trump is a ass bitch is now forever enshrined in the u.s congressional record the, the best part of it all i call it the, a win uh, this week <laughs> during the republican parties oh we were lying to you about twitter all along hearings um yes, the yes. best part of it was when the twitter executive had to had to justify not deleting that because their policy allowed three insults per tweet and those 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 three words count as three apparently mm-hmm. so um <laughs> Bitch made it just under the line. That was a beautiful day. The right yeah. wing was so certain they were going to recover from the bruising Biden gave them the night before when they had their ass handed to them by this 80-year-old man with a stutter. Um, and then they were all set to have their hearings. And sure enough, uh, literally Jim Jordan admitted that Twitter doesn't have the power to censor anybody. Like, yeah. it, it's just a white trash burning man that they're using <laughs> to get airtime on Tucker every night. That's all there is. And by the way, I was deeply, deeply hung over when I watched the Twitter hearings because my drinking game word for State of the Union the night before had been finish the job. So I was hammered. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you were, you uh, what's his name? Troy Nels, the congressman, said, Real America yeah. won't believe a word Joe Biden says tonight. And you said, Real America has voted for the Democratic nominee in seven of the last eight presidential elections. And if you Google why Troy Nels was fired from the Richmond Police Department, you'll know better than to believe him. Um, yeah, he just bitch slapped them. You're a fantastic comedian. I've never seen somebody handle hecklers like that i mean he oh. got to, he negotiated live on social security and medicare <laughs> and kicked their ass he did it he got them all to go along with it and of course he said i'm not going to name the names of the individuals and now every speech joe biden has given since then he's been rattling off the names of those three <laughs> charming senators but it was beautiful you know I- i'm sorry man 
So he's 80. So he needs to take a nap. I'm tired of the ageism. Harrison Ford is 80. Martin Scorsese is 80. Paul McCartney and Carol King are 80. And I would vote for any of those people to run my country right now. I keep saying this guy achieved so much in two years. A president can do a lot when he's not thinking about his mistress or his next job. Put a hundred year old guy in there and see what he gets done. Yeah, but you just—he called him out on a lot of stuff you said as well on Twitter. Uh, we can't just go on raising the debt ceiling. The GOP party that raised the debt ceiling three times under Trump, seven times under Bush, eighteen times under Reagan. I mean, it just none of yeah. the facts and figures are on their side. Um, Kevin McCarthy no. tweeted, "A hundred Democrats just refused to denounce socialism," and you just said Kevin McCarthy, son of a taxpayer-funded fire chief who attended public university in Bakersfield, has a taxpayer-funded job, a taxpayer-funded health care, never worked in the private sector screams about socialism in a taxpayer funded building no one calls out the hypocrites like john louise fugelsang oh thank you but you know what it's all worth it just to have sarah just to have sarah huckabee sanders back on our lives again this week oh, was it wasn't it worth it wasn't it great how carrie lake loaned her the the filter in the background shot um <laughs> <laughs> I, I like like you've got Joe Biden up there and Joe knows what they think of him. Joe can read the polls and there, there's a couple things he's good at. I've always said this. He's really good at drawing the contrast between himself and the other guy. So whatever his deficits are, he's always like, look at that guy and, and compare what we want to do. And he was up there doing his old shtick about, I want to work with you guys. He can't even work with two Democrats in his own caucus, but he's still saying it. Yeah. Because he knew Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to turn this into white trash Burning Man and give him exactly the visuals he wanted. And th then Sarah Huckabee Sanders comes out and it's like, oh, yeah, Republicans, remind us of how much we really do hate you. Yeah. And I, I want to give her credit because she spent all those years dealing with the press while the other sister wives got to stay home on the compound. So good for her. <laughs> but God, it just, they can't they, they keep running their most unlikable people. Yeah. And they think that Ron DeSantis, the most unlikable of all, is going to be their savior. They don't seem to remember what moderates and independents did in 2022. The Republican Party is still trying to win a Republican Party primary in deep red Alabama. They're still just doing red meat for the people who are already voting for them. Joe Biden showing up saying, hey, all you independent white people, here I am. It was it was yeah. 2024 on display. So the big news, Mike Pence got subpoenaed uh, by Jack Smith. What uh, uh, what is your take on uh, what's what he's going to do? He's, by the way, up to this, his albino eyebrows in this. Have I mentioned that? I believe I've, <laughs> I've heard that, that before. Mike yeah. Pence is up to his albino eyebrows Sean. in this. Thank you, Sean. Yes, go ahead. I, I think, look, let's 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 give some credit where it's due. Jack Smith is the only person in America who wants to listen to Mike Pence talk some more. And that's that, <laughs> that alone. That's <laughs> true. I, I'm glad Mike Pence. I'm glad Mike Pence is going to get to do this before margin of error kicks his ass in every presidential. Uh, <laughs> is this wife going to sweep the room for ladies? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of religious hypocrites, Security you, sweep. you uh, tweeted, "This is your reminder that more Republican senators have been arrested in public bathrooms than trans women." Thank you. <laughs> oh. <That's>... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> For the win. True. No. True that. <laughs> well, what have they got to run on? What have they got to run on? But Hunter Biden, who's going to sue all of them, apparently. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, trans children who want to use a restroom they're comfortable in. They're they're really fighting for you. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, and by the way, these people, you know, the same people who always told us that Obama <clears throat> was this unqualified amateur who was in way over his head and an evil, devious socialist mastermind. <laughs> Those same people are now telling us Joe Biden is this feeble dementia patient 
who's going to start World War III because he's a war-hungry uh, yeah. hothead. I mean, like, they can't even keep their smears straight. I thought the balloon thing was great. I thought how Biden mentioned the balloon by never mentioning the balloon was beautiful. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't know what you guys think about it, but I've just been asking every caller on my show on Sirius XM who comes in to say, oh, you know, B B Biden didn't shoot that thing down. We look weak. And I'm like, all right, um, how many hundreds of pounds of metal would you be comfortable crashing through a preschool ceiling in Montana? Thank you. Like, and and as Malcolm pointed out first, before a bunch of other, mm -hmm. you know, uh, news organizations and uh, experts, yeah. it, it, they got nothing. Good day, sir. You get nothing. We, right, we won that spy game. We literally yeah. have the payload. Right, and it told us something. They're real. You can you can use this. But they on didn't your get show, any John. of our intelligence. We got theirs. All of Biden theirs. shot it down where it was safe. John, right. win, yeah. win, yeah. win. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It told us something about their spy satellites. They don't work yeah. as well as they think they do. Yeah. So they flew and, the balloons at a much lower altitude. And John, this is, tells you everything you need to know about the Republican Party. Marjorie Taylor Greene, clown, the head clown, dressed oh, like geez. the Chinese balloon for the <laughs> oh, State of the Union, heckling like, like she's Chinese at a balloon. monster truck rally. And that isn't even <laughs> the worst thing she did. The, she Yesterday at the, intel yes. the at the hearing, she's screaming expletives at intelligence officials. Oh. Malcolm, did you see this? She's apparently there was a briefing of House members. Mm -hmm. She she confirmed she tore them to pieces. She, they, uh, others described the exchange as being expletive laden with one person saying Green was being irrational. When she got to ask questions, she was yelling and saying bull bleep. And, you know, I don't believe you. Just screaming and yelling irrational in my yeah. estimation. Mm, this isn't, isn't it great that Kevin McCarthy made all that deal so she would behave herself? Isn't yeah. it great? Could, could you believe Kevin McCarthy giving all these speeches about decorum and how he had ordered his caucus to behave themselves before? And they treat him like a substitute principal in junior high. Yes, because exactly. so they can. Because like, like the substitute teacher in the classroom, they know he won't be around long. So they <laughs> yeah. can do this. Yeah. By the way, John uh, gives you advice, as he does on Twitter. He said, men, uh, ask your doctor if you're healthy enough for sexual activity, but ask in a really butch way so we won't get the wrong idea. Thank you, John. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> you're just a teacher, John. You're a teacher and a healer. He shares and he gives. I'm, I'm, right. I'm here to help, and that's why I give fashion yeah. advice to Marjorie Taylor Greene. I loved the uh, Cruella DeVille's unborn conjoined twin vest she wore the other night. But we're not giving enough credit to Kirsten Cinema for her her dress as uh, Satan's Easter basket, which is really lovely. Um, I, and also visible from space. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Velociraptor. <laughs> Somebody compared it to a butterscotch candy the as other day. It's spitting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, right, the, the Velociraptor that spit at Wayne Knight. That's what exactly. she's Yes, right. You know, I, th I think Vogue should do a WTF issue. <laughs> And put those people on. <laughs> we love you, John. We'll see you on SiriusXM tonight. I love you guys. I just taped interviews this week with Christoph Waltz. He was in studio. And we sat down yesterday with Ilhan Omar. We're going to be airing both of those conversations on our show on SiriusXM. Thanks, guys. Fantastic. And, uh, I won't be watching the Super Bowl because uh, I'm not a fan of football, but I, I do love head injuries. So okay. it's always kind of awkward Fantastic. for me. Fantastic. All right. Enjoy the game. Love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Come on. It's brilliant. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
All right, we are getting bombarded. Phone calls, emails from Malcolm. I I know. I know what Ed Sullivan feels like. I just, there's women pressed against the windows everywhere. (laughs) Kelly says, I am seeing a huge Julian Assange rehabilitation push on Facebook. Do you have any idea what's behind that and who's funding that? Well, Trump is back on, Mm -hmm. right? Um, He hasn't posted anything on Facebook. Right, but he's officially been allowed back, yeah. Yeah, I, I look forward to the day. Um, I actually got in trouble in this when I was at MSNBC because we had some Julian Assange stands over there. Oh. And, uh, and I had said, I look forward to seeing your arrival at the uh, core U.S. courthouse in Northern Virginia. And someone took that as a personal threat. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that's going to happen. Yeah. All right. There's already yeah. an, he's, I think he's, he's set to be extradited. So I think they feel like the push is coming and yeah. they want to, Try to uh, yeah. you know rehabilitate him and that traitor Edward Snowden. Ah, Kate in Milwaukee, you're on with Malcolm. Oh my gosh, Malcolm! I am like a huge fan. Kate, and I want Kate, to thank I have to you. tell you something. My yeah. favorite bar in the world is in it's Milwaukee. The it's the Safe House. I was 18 when I went to it the first <laughs> time, and I was freaked. Out and I was drunk when I got to the door, so it they is, made me do something stupid. And it was broadcast. It uh-huh. Go on. All right, go ahead, Kate. Yeah. Oh no, it's so much fun. It's but um. Oh, and also, I want to thank you because you hooked me up with Nicole La Femme Nikita, oh, yeah. who I adore. Yeah, she's and she's just one of the best people ever. Um, and I just want to let you know that, like, not only do we buy all your books, but I gift your books to just about everybody because I'm like, you guys need to read this. It's important. Mm-hmm. And um, I get so much feedback that they're like, wow, I had no idea. So it's really making a a difference, I think, your books are. And then I do have one question. Mm. Um, When you are on the front lines and you are dealing with Russians, are you seeing any, um, like, troops that actually, like, want to defect and get out of the situation? Are they, like, or is this totally, like, they just have no idea and are brainwashed and are just... Yeah, my Having first to live by their psycho dictator. My first three months, I worked for the Directorate of Military Intelligence, which is Ukraine's version of CIA. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say I can't say specifically what we've done. Uh, let's just say that subject came up a lot. Yeah, giving them avenues of escape, uh, yeah. giving them the ability to not defect, to withdraw from the war, to resign from the war so that they'd have the honor of not surrendering. The Ukrainian uh, prisoner camps are run by the Red Cross. They are like luxury, you know, uh, you know they're, they're essentially like FEMA housing, but much better. They, they are really, really good condition. And the Russians just don't know that. They're yeah. living in horrible conditions. They're being killed in droves. Dana. So, yeah, but we think about that a lot. Dana in New Mexico, real quick. Hey, You're on Dana. with Malcolm. Hey, Dana. Hi, I just wanted to say I hit the treasure trove today with all of you. <laughs> and um, speaking of Kelsey Gabbard, yeah, I'm originally from Hawaii, mm-hmm. and she pulled the same thing over there with her parents. And her father is in legislation. I don't think he's there now, but thank you for bringing it up again. Thank you guys all for all doing an awesome, awesome job to help awaken people up. And... Um, I love you all. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Dana. All right. Well, you know, about to get real up in here. Don't get crazy. Malcolm Nance and Fridays with Frangela. Yep. Oh. Bam. It's 
the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. The behavior of the extreme MAGA Republicans speaks for itself. And I'm confident that the overwhelming majority of the American people found that aggressive, childish, petulant behavior by the extreme MAGA Republicans who were yelling and screaming on the floor of the House during President Biden's State of the Union address to be distasteful. Thank you, Hakeem Jeffries. Okay, I, I don't know what's going to happen. We're crossing all the sexy liberal streets. Let's just, let's just do it. Now it's a party. Hello. Say hello to Malcolm Nance. Good morning. Good morning. Say hello to Malcolm Nance. Malcolm Nance. Bonjour, Malcolm. Bonjour. You guys got me coming out of Paris again. (laughs) You were listening to Idiot of the Week all over Paris? All over France. I actually drove from Paris to Strasbourg, uh, over to Germany, got a whole bunch of uh, meals and equipment for the International Legion, and then... uh, Got him transported. Somebody came wow. up from Geneva, took everything, so I didn't have to drive to Ukraine. And how do you say idiot of the week in French? Oh, idiot of the week? Yeah. Uh, il, il con de semaine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now <laughs> it's all the rage in France. C'est idiot of the week. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. C'est fragile. Hey, French. Well, hi. Welcome to Seas Bitch Week here at... <laughs> In America, this is when it yeah. went on the on the congressional record. Yeah, dude, I can't wait to. Uh, can we? Are they selling tickets to Mike Pence's subpoena? The Halloween, right? Yes, I have a great popcorn re- recipe ready. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, I mean? What do you think? Because this finally, are we finally at the? Uh, you know, getting to the what do we? Glenn Kirshner call them the suits of January sixth. I mean, I defer to Malcolm on these issues uh, because clearly I don't know what's going on. Because I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't think Schwarzenegger was going to win here. So I, my, my predictability <laughs> is way off. Yeah. You know, I think we're at the fringe of it. Yeah. Which is really, this is what I find so disgusting after, which is his name, of Pomerantz's book. Yeah. Mark Pomerantz. Um, is that... Are we really saying that over and over and over the people who are the prosecutors in who are supposed to be prosecuting the law won't do it because they're afraid to touch rich white men? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that all you're telling me that 
that we could have stopped what you're telling me is that we could have stopped Donald Trump when in, in um I'll fire you what you're fired times right right for that yeah. we don't prosecute wealthy white men yeah Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's it, it's not even just that. I mean, we if you look, it, your your mind actually reels at how much Donald Trump has likely gotten away with, probably most of which we don't even know. Like, what were these financial crimes about in Italy mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that obviously John Durham made go yeah, away? Yeah, right? they go to Italy first. This is my one yeah, of my, my favorite. favorite parts of the story. Yeah, you know, uh, they go to Italy on the basis of a crazy story that the CIA and the Italian intelligence had tapped into the, the voting machines and had changed the results and that some guy in yeah. Rome has access to the, all this data. They, the Attorney General of the United States and his top prosecutor fly there for this crazy-ass yeah. story. And what do they got? The Italians are like, no, but we have Donald Trump committing financial crimes. You want this? <laughs> you sound kind of wait. You sound like Dracula. Was that Italian? No. I don't know. What was that? Yo palari italiano. We call it scusi. You know, yeah. in in Italy, <laughs> committing a financial crime. I mean, that's the first place of the mafia. You must have really done something <laughs> you wrong. Done something and, but, bad. No, but to your point, like they, not give them their enough cut. that Barr and Durham found it serious enough to have to at least even pretend to do an investigation. Yes, we get, Travis and I call it Scoozy. They're like, Scoozy. no, Scoo- we didn't use our satellites to change your stupid vote. Scoozy gate. Scoozy. Scoozy. We found some crimes. We do have a bunch of other crimes Donald Trump committed. I mean. Oh, Miss Scoozy. Scoozy. We found I believe a crime. if Donald Trump stopped there, he probably committed some kind of crime there. Yes. Yeah. If he was anywhere near the vicinity, something if went down. Was, if he was on, if Donald Trump was on your land. For more than 72 hours, yes. mm-hmm. I guarantee that, that some kind of law was broken. Yeah, if he shook your hand, your watch is gone. Oh, you, But you know what the Italian carabinieri were saying when they land? They'd say, you know, they would have this conversation. I'd be like, uh, mi scusi, scusi, el prosecutore generale, uh, Donald Trump il arrive. And they'll be like, Donald Trump arrived. Fredo is here? <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. We don't have any rowboats. But I mean, I, you're right. What does it take it, it, to put a, a white criminal in prison? I mean, you know, I, I want to get your take on Glenn Kirshner saying it may be Fonnie Willis. Once again, do black ladies have mm. to do everything? It may yes. be the pressure of Fonnie Willis being the first to indict that causes Alvin Bragg mm-hmm. to finally get his ass in gear. Which, which uh, I mean, and then you want to layer in people like DeSantis who want to take away educating and the the country about contributions of African-Americans, who want to take away educating Americans about their own history, want to lop off a part, if it's an octopus, we are a part of the octopus of America, okay, black (laughs) people. Yeah. And, you, and what they continuously want to do is lop off our arm. But guess what? We keep growing back. <laughs> yeah. In like his it. defense, it was dangerous to, to, for us to be able to read. It has not gone well <laughs> for white racists. I, can... I have to take as a positive sign that J- Jack Smith is, you know, obviously moving aggressively enough that Pence has been subpoenaed. I have to hope that is a positive sign. That they're... He scares me, too. That's a, the, he, the, Jack scares me. Like, I would be really worried if he called me to his office. 
it's going to happen to me. Am I, gonna, am I in trouble? Dick said I had to come to his office. Well, he did come from The Hague, right? I yeah, mean, he yeah. came as a war crimes prosecutor. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he obviously believes in the law that, you know, and when you're a war crimes prosecutor for the most part for the last 20 some odd years going back to Bosnia, it's all been white guys that are being hauled in. Yeah. You know, I mean, Slobodan Milosevic, all the rest of these guys. So he didn't have a problem prosecuting rich white men who yeah. ran nations and yeah. committed genocides. Yeah. Now he comes back here. He's like, you guys are afraid of that, dude? Yeah. And yeah. I, I got to yeah, say. I mean, I can understand but, if it was mother. I wouldn't subpoena mother. She's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I got to say, it's been a beautiful week in that these hearings are just blowing up in the Republicans' faces. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries on that. Well, the members on the Democratic side of the aisle who serve on the Weaponization Committee are experienced uh, in dealing with oversight, accountability, and our congressional duties in a reasonable, rational, and responsible fashion, and are going to be ready to push back against the extremism that we are going to see from the Weaponization Committee. The American people do not support this Weaponization Committee, but it's Exhibit A of the extreme MAGA Republican agenda, which is not designed to do anything to make a difference in the lives of the American people. I, I mean, it just, Marjorie Taylor Greene is everything you need to know about the Republican Party, not just her behavior at the State of the Union, but, you know, at this uh, screaming expletive at, at intelligence officials yesterday about the Chinese, uh, um, you know, what do you call it, balloon. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, this one, the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was one of multiple Republican lawmakers who heckled Biden as he told the story of a 20-year-old woman's death after a fentanyl overdose. Now that woman's heartbroken father, who witnessed the shouting as he sat as a guest of the State of the Union, is enraged. Doug Griffin said he found it really nasty when the controversial Republican congresswoman interrupted the president's address during what should have been a moment of reverence. I was startled that that was the only time during the entire speech that he was heckled in that way. Um, he said um, she broke in there. It's not the time or the place to do that. And I'm a Republican, but the issue of drugs is not a partisan issue. I mean, I'm starting to wonder that whether, you know, it's not partisan. She, I mean, there's another story about how members of her own party are just sort of appalled and embarrassed. I mean, isn't there just sort of something that's not partisan that people go, those people are classless jerks? Yes, absolutely. But you know what? <clears throat> Ask the people who are still in jail about crack whether drugs are partisan. Yeah. Ask the yeah. families who are don't have fathers and the single mothers who raise children, whether drugs and drug use is partisan in the black community. We are the we are the test kitchen yeah. for what America does to its entire population and society. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you the, what we're watching and what that's the thing that upsets me. I sat during the 80s and 90s and watched what crack did mm -hmm. to the black community. And now we're talking opioids and we're talking fentanyl. It's because then America didn't care. Yeah. They well, didn't care about what happened to those black kids. It, it's didn't not care partisan. about those mamas strung out on a pipe. Yeah and, it, yeah, and it's not partisan in that sense, Francis. You're right. To have her scream, it's your fault, at Joe Biden when he mentions the fentanyl crisis, when, first of all, he seized more fentanyl at the border than any president ever, right? That's right. 
Didn't her guy have four years to do it? Like, I'm just trying to understand how yeah. they skip over that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like he was there for four years. But I do want to say it was nice of Donald Trump to loan his hair out for her to wear. Yes. To the state yes, of that was nice. That was nice. That yeah, was this, very nice. This story, she's facing blowback from some of her own colleagues. One telling reporters this needs to be called out, her behavior at the, uh, the State of the Union. Um, one GOP staffer said, I don't think anyone who looks and acts like a cartoon supervillain heckling the president on national television is the best representative of the Republican Party. Dan Crenshaw appeared almost physically ill, facing his hand over his face at certain point during Green's outbursts in a seeming mix of disgust and exasperation. I, but sorry, you built it. This is your party now. I mean, I, I yeah, I guess we should be glad she's the face of it. Well, bigots. I have a, I have a news flash. Bigots are rude. <laughs> oh. What? They're rude what? and tactless. They, I mean, at the very lowest level, the best bigot is rude. Just rude. Like they're rude. That's like you don't. You invite them over. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Were you surprised she was wearing all white? I don't. Whatever. But come, Chuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no, because she, uh, she's surrounded by bleach. She's bleaching herself all the time. I mean. <laughs> My favorite was the howler monkey and her right next to each other. I'm telling you, she is a gibbon. Wow. I was like, why do you let people do that to you? You gave it to people. You gave it to people. (laughs) And we'll be right back. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. What? Yeah. Yeah, it is the Stephanie Miller Show. Malcolm Nance, live in studio on Bill Maher tonight. Yes. Talking about Ukraine. Frangela. It's Fridays with Frangela. You can, February 25th. If you haven't seen Frangela live, I mean, how you living? What the? This to, isn't just live, though, because... CuriousComedy.org uh, in Portland on uh, uh, February 25th, they were recording a new comedy album. Huh? Go... So you can see them live and then download them. Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. I've been there. I've d- I, I know yeah. Frangela. I've worked with Frangela. They I'm are excited. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, if you aren't listening yeah. to the they are the final they are everything word. JFK was and more. What final word and idiot of the week? That is my number one saved podcast. I yeah. throw money at them. Yeah. You yeah. know why? Because they're funny. thank you people just don't appreciate stephanie's new when she's a representative with her new press secretary yes (laughs) the toast of france frangela (laughs) viva la resistance (laughs) 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 you guys (laughs) would do so well in paris we need to get you a show in paris (laughs) good idea um is it jane in cold de sac huh cold de sac yeah just throwing out random words now. Right? Yeah, uh, okay. French words. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Jane, in Joshua Tree, you're on with Malcolm and Frangela. Hello. Hi, Jane. <clears throat> Hello, Jane. Jane. Oh, my God, Jane. Oh, hi. Oh my God. Jane, you there? Go ahead. No. No. She's not there. Oh. Jane's not there, oh, man. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Not Pe- there, man. <laughs> Peter. You, you see what's happening? Yeah. Dang. Peter in Illinois, you're on with Malcolm and Frangela. Hello, Peter. Hey, for the folks not watching on Free Speech TV, you are missing the spectacle of Stephanie 
handling Malcolm's massive javelin. Yes. It's <laughs> very exciting. That's what I call it. Don't I've got a great javelin. fundraising idea. Okay. Why don't Malcolm could personally autograph the javelin to the highest bidder? Funny, you should mention that. And donate the proceeds to, you know, Ukrainian children or something. And I don't know if that's just a one-off item or if that could be mass-produced, but what? I think well, you should sell those on your website. You could personally well, send a message well, to whomever buys one. I'll, I'll tell you what. Thank you for passing the baton. Malcolm, how might we help Ukraine? Well, if you really want to help Ukraine and you want to help me, as you know that I'm, uh, I'm with these... I am now on extended leave from the International Legion for the Territorial Defense of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. That's the Ukrainian Foreign Legion. I am with 3rd Battalion, the Special Operations Battalion. And if you would like to help us, we are looking for lunch. And we're doing a little campaign called Lunch for the Legion. We're buying rations from France. Yeah. It's really oui, oui. terrible. Where we have to have paella and rabbit and two mustards. But anyway, in fact, it is very hard to get uh, uh, rations mm -hmm. out to us in the front. Yeah. Uh, World Central Kitchen provides a lot of our food, but it's mainly boiled chicken and boiled potatoes, mm -hmm. um, and they're awesome. But we are now in this campaign to buy new drones and lunch. So if you want to contribute, go to Tapestry, T-A-P-S-T-R-I dot O-R-G, tapestry.org, and just hit the donate button and that money will be distributed right out and right out to Ukraine. And we will link to that on all our stuff. Um, I know that Mountain's doing important work, Frangela, but I know that you want to know what Car Tucker Mark Carlson is mad about this week. <laughs> oh, because oh, Help me, Lord. He uh, has been complaining that Biden is appointing too many non-whites to the federal course, uh -huh. courts and has called it uh, race-based uh, hiring. Your thoughts? Yeah. It is. He's going to hire all black people. The whole government going to be black. Tucker going to wake up tomorrow, everyone going to be black. That's, he should be very afraid of that. At the, this week's meeting, we discussed it, didn't we? Yeah. This, yeah. Is the, this is the year we go total black. Well, and I think Alex Jones mentioned that, did, what did he say? Blacks are going to come from Africa to kill all of us? Yes. Yeah. So it's been a week. We have enough black people here for that. We don't really need... Well, I mean, that would be nice if they wanted to join. But, like, they don't need... Enough black rage to get it done. You need to be afraid of the black people in your house. <laughs> you 29 know. minutes after the hour. Fridays with Frangela, Stephanie Moore Show. <laughs> You know, we began with, with a rousing presentation from two old guys who uh, apparently uh, wanted to vent every grievance real and imagined that, uh, they've experienced over the last 20 or 30 years. Uh, and that really set the tone. Jerry Connolly on the uh, white people whining uh Hearings that we were we had in uh, Congress this week, Frangela. I'm sure you were uh, it, uh, as upset as I were at uh, the. Uh, well, that's why it is officially CS bitch week because yeah. uh, Donald Trump proved the point that he is in fact a CS bitch by whining about uh, Chrissy Teigen tweet. Um, Jerry Connolly, kind of on fire in uh, the hearing. Here we go. You know, part of this is also ahistorical, right? The notion that the FBI is filled with a bunch of lefties who want to go after conservatives in America and right-wing elements in America, boy, uh, that would be news to the FBI. Uh, that would be a, a new historical trend entirely because the history of 
any kind of use of the FBI is the other way around, right? So J. Edgar Hoover tried to suppress anti-war dissent. He tried to suppress the civil war, uh, the uh, civil rights uh, movement. Um, hardly a friend of the left. Yeah, I, Frangela, I, that was news to me that apparently the FBI has always been made up entirely of Antifa uh, communists. I was not. Uh, also, Malcolm, didn't the McGonagall story prove that the FBI was helping Trump trying to hurt Hillary, not the other way around? I'm telling you, all those gaps that we were missing, all those little mm-hmm. hints from Rudy Giuliani are the pouring into that dark hole, black, black hole that was missing his name. Yeah. All the I have friends in the FBI field office in New York City. Yeah. I have heard from the people inside the FBI. Yeah. FBI agents hate Comey. I'll bet you it's this one guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, and getting rid of Peter Strzok. That's the one that I really think yeah. is going to be a sleeper story. Counterintelligence guy from New York City names the counterintelligence guy in Washington and Trump personally humiliates him and gets rid of him yeah hmm. 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 yeah frangela it's it's amazing that just the gaslighting going on that they're trying to convince us that the fbi has been working against them well this is what i love about ignorant stupid people sooner or later they run out of content and they start sucking up yours right the, their yeah. own story they start cannibalizing their own story this all of us right they're eating themselves. Mm-hmm. The FBI, are they, are they, they're people. When I, if I were the FBI, I'd be sitting there saying, are you kidding me? Yeah. Mama, daddy, you mad at me? You putting me out? I'm the black sheep? The FBI? Yeah. 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 Wait, Jerry Connolly on the, the FBI and Trump. What did Trump do? He tries to get, he does get rid of James Comey because Comey won't do his bidding. That's not a lefty weaponizing the FBI. That's a right wing president trying to weaponize the FBI. And it didn't end there. You know, he went after others and finally, you know, he fired the number two so that he wouldn't get his full pension. So, I mean, if we are looking for evidence, the evidence is in front of us. But it's exactly the opposite of what the Republicans on our committee want you to believe. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the difference is we have amazing people on our side, like Raskin and Dan Goldman. And, you know, they're just these hearings are blowing up in their face. They're, everything they're trying to prove, they're proving the opposite, aren't they? Well, our people are literate, and I think that helps a lot. <laughs> like being able to actually read the things, that really does help. You know, it puts us at an automatic advantage. But, I mean, they're not about actually investigating anything. It's all a show, right? They're just saying, they just walk around. And they know that their people aren't watching. Right. They don't need to watch. All they have to hear is, we're, you know, the, the committee against the weaponization of the government. And they that's like they've done something. Yeah. You know, and, and it's 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 all theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Connolly calling gaslighting gaslighting, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. One last one. Yeah, there are two, you know, several classic things going on here that are part of their kit bag. Uh, Distraction. You know, hey, look over there. Um, Don't look here. Uh, Secondly, uh, projection. um, I'm actually doing what I'm accusing you of doing. And thirdly, gaslighting. You know, don't believe what you see in front of your own eyes. Believe what I tell you. Um, and, And that's really what's going on here. And part of our mission is to expose that. Yeah. 
Um, Malcolm, one quick one for you. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, Frangela, I'm feeling a little bit happy clappy. What with uh, Jack Smith subpoenaing Mike Pence, but also former National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien has been subpoenaed by Jack Smith in both the investigation and the classified documents found in Mar-a-Lago and the uh, efforts to overturn the 2020 election. He had been asserting executive privilege. He was considered resigning from his post over Trump's response to the violence on January 6th, but decided to remain on the job. So, it, it, again, be interesting to see what, what they learned from him. Yeah, my, the, the thing that pops into my head every time I hear these stories of these characters is, yeah. what is your Trump breaking point? Yeah. What is it that this, this crazy... Yeah, will, will Trump, will, will Pence's, him trying to kill Pence be Pence's breaking point? Yeah, n- no. Or, or no? No, yeah. it wasn't. It was him having to, might possibly be him, having to speak about it under oath to a prosecutor is where he might have to release the truth. All right. These people are willing to die for him, um, you know, and it, it just goes to show the white tribalism of this, you know, neo-national, uh, you know, ne- white supremacist, neo-nationalist uh, movement that they have there. It's yeah. very Hitlerian uh, and it's bizarre. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't, you know, compromise this nation for anyone. As soon as I would see, mis- you know, people uh, misbehaving, I would out them. Not these guys. Yeah. Not these guys they are going to be brought in before court. And yeah. it's like, you know, are they afraid for their lives? No, in most instances, they just love Trump's white supremacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Uncle Gary, you're on with Frangela and Malcolm Nance. Hey, Uncle Gary. Oh, my goodness. Good morning. <laughs> Malcolm, Nance, and Frangela. Oh, Lord, what are you doing to this crazy 48-year cancer survivor and one-legged gay black man? <laughs> <laughs> Of the Stephanie Miller. Now, I swear this is not an ant pity pat where I need the smelling sauce or the baldness from the Waltons. But, Malcolm, you just made my top five list of my number one African American heroes of all time. There's Diana Ross, there's Barry Forty, there's Barack Obama, there's Malcolm X and Paul Robeson, and you're tied with James Baldwin. Get out. Oh okay. My. First wow. off, oh. screw you. cancer. Second off, you crazy. Get me off that list. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I, you know, I was on Jesse Jackson's show one day, yeah. and here comes Jesse Jackson. I love you, Malcolm. I'm like, who are you and why are you talking to me? You stood next to Martin Luther King. Yeah. Get stop stop, stop. paying attention to me. <laughs> Frangelo, on he the was, other hand. Yeah. And they're gonna yeah. be You're heroes. Spido. You might have been next to him. We don't know. You're that good. No. <laughs> I'm a fluke in African-American history. <laughs> Are you ready for uh, today's George Santos story, friend? Oh, jeez. Yeah. I just Can you ever be? <laughs> the I title. I, <laughs> the but just the title. It's so random. I can't even. George Santos charged over bad checks to Amish dog breeders in Pennsylvania. Now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know you could there give the Amish checks. There were two other stories this morning. I thought nothing was worse than, you know, stealing money for a veteran's dying dog. But no, I. <laughs> okay. George Well, Sam- they don't well, take Venmo. Right. Uh, <laughs> new, uh, the new congressman had his criminal record expunged after a 2017 case involving bad checks. He wrote to dog breeders. It's the second allegation involving bad checks written by Santos. The first was in Brazil, right? Uh, now it appears he was also charged with theft in Pennsylvania after writing bad checks nearly 10 years later. 
uh, $15,000 something dollars in checks were made out for puppies. <laughs> Didn't he also have a fake dog that, charity? That's, that's yes. Where, that's where Marjorie Taylor Greene's coat came from. <laughs> oh, they worked oh out. God. Was he getting the puppies for her coat or what? I don't. But there was Get another story that came out just. Puppies! That came out two days ago that the charity that he had, he insisted that all the checks be made out to Anthony DeVolder. Right. And then when they weren't, he crossed out Anthony DeVolder and put it in there anyway, which is fraud. Right. Oh, jeez. Right. It's only, it's Who, only okay, Friday. You know what? Who's in charge of George Santos? Somebody's got to be covering him. Who is in charge? This is ridiculous. Who's that big, fat bodyguard of his? charge of George Santos. Yeah. Well, we he we just, need to get him on his meds. I don't know what. This is ridiculous. Well, you know, uh, who was it yesterday made a great point about him playing the gay card? Oh, Dana made a great mm-hmm. point about him playing the gay card when Mitt Romney did not criticize him about being not gay. He said, oh, I've been told for a long time to sit down and shut up and go to the back of the room. And, you know, oh, that wasn't very Mormon of him. But it, it's like it, this whole party becomes the whiny little victim party, mm-hmm. right? Nobody, Mitt Romney wasn't saying anything homophobic. It's because you're under ethics investigation and clearly a liar. Yeah, I mean, I don't. This is the thing about Mitt. He that was really mad for Mitt. That was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, chesty. No, that was. You got to understand in Mitt Romney language. Yeah, that was a. Mm, yeah, that was a fight. Yeah. <laughs> ooh. Mitt is be ooh Mitt Mitt actually ooh. I mean, if he had an anger translator, perturbed. takes off the mittens, <laughs> throws down. Um. All right, this is the era we live in where I need to start a sentence with another Nazi news. Uh, oh, God. The latest Nazi news. The Ohio uh, homeschoolers who are feeding Nazi propaganda to children are not doing anything illegal, according to the Ohio Department of Education. Um, the two parents who run a Telegram channel and a network to help other parents instruct their children in Nazism were uncovered in late January. Uh, the Lawrences openly advocate white supremacist ideologies with the aim of making the children they teach um, they've said become wonderful Nazis. Uh, Katja Lawrence said she initially started the group because she was having a rough time finding Nazi-approved school material for their homeschool yeah. children. Yeah. You know, it's a problem. Got to go to um, Germany for that. Yeah. Has, and he, she has shared lesson plans, including Hitler quotes, uh, pictures of cakes she baked for Hitler's birthday, and a recording of her children saying Sig Heil in unison. Hmm. But um, let me just get this straight. African-American studies have been canceled in right. Florida entirely because you don't want to Okay, but this apparently is okay, and also you it's can't say gay. Pardon me? It's not against the law. This is the, when are we all going to understand that this is the system? The system is working perfectly. Yeah. 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 And and how is there not a national campaign to call Child Protective Services? Yeah. I mean, Yeah, I really? mean, but it's just, I don't, okay. I'm, maybe I'm failing to understand how anything Ron DeSantis is doing is legal, including shipping migrants on New Year's and uh, on Christmas Eve and freezing temperatures. Right. Like, here, how is that? Here's what I hear every dang day yeah. about the crazy stuff that he does. He won the election by 30 percent. Well, when you jury rig and gerrymander the Thank electorate, you. yeah, you're going to win by 30 percent. I mean, the news media won't cover it based on it's the same thing with Trump. Oh, he has a big following. He has lots of people there. No, they're just dangerous. You just want to stop the story at X, and yeah. you don't want to go any further into it. Chris has held up a sign to make us all happy. The FBI is presently searching Mike Pence's home. Yes. So. Again? I told you that two commercial breaks ago. 
It's, I don't even. We don't even know what for now. Is this regarding the subpoena or it's, is it uh, the classified documents? Is <laughs> they're searching Pence's Indiana home for classified documents following the discovery of sensitive records uh, there in January. Oh, okay, okay. It's a cleanup sweep. Mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Everybody Fantastic. should get it. Had to have time to hide the yeah. sex toys. Remain calm. All is well. All is well. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Three minutes after the hour, Malcolm Nance is here in studio. Frangela is here. Raleigh in Michigan says, Dear Steph, it's come to my attention that a lot of the punk-ass thuggery stuff that's been going on has been linked to pussy-ass bitch. Yeah. Petty, I think that's punk-ass little thuggery stuff that's been going on. <laughs> Yikes. This will forever be the week that it went on record that Donald Trump is, in fact, a pussy-ass bitch. And it's just, right? Yeah. Jamie. I mean, Chrissy Teigen wins that one. Yeah, she does. Yeah, mm. yeah. All day long. Yeah. You don't be coming, but you know, John Legend played Jesus Christ. I mean, you don't come for Jesus Christ Superstar. Do you? No. no. You don't. Okay. And Jamie Raskin, one more, on fire this week. Millions of Americans already fear that weaponization is the right name for this special subcommittee. Not because weaponization of the government is its target, but because weaponization of the government is its purpose. What's in a name? Well, everything is here. The odd name of the weaponization subcommittee constitutes a case of pure psychological projection. When former President Donald Trump and his followers accuse you of doing something, they're usually telling you exactly what their own plans are. He also just unloaded all week on the GOP's obsession with what he called Hunter Biden's, uh, this, his, their silly obsession with Hunter Biden's laptop. I love that he's fighting back, right? That he is going after people yeah, now from you. Fox News, et cetera. Um, and his lawyer used Trump's favorite excuse to deny GOP access, access to his records. Uh, the attorney is taking a page out of Trump's playbook to deny Republicans in the House access to his business records. Frangela, you've said that forever. We should start playing by the same rules that they play by, Right. They're just. I mean, yeah. why, why are we always showing up like, oh, okay, like we're like our good behavior is going to get their good behavior. Right. We we have to do what's ethical and legal, and that's that. Absolutely, we should be doing that. Yeah. But like, this is a private citizen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how this is being allowed to be purported to be some sort of justice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to be in reaction to the GOP any longer. I'm gonna say that we have all shown up as Americans and but now that these crazy people they require a response mm-hmm. not a reaction a response a well thought out legal response because what has been happening is we've been re- reacting to oh no Hunter Biden he must he must be drawn into something instead of sitting here and going wait a minute and it's exactly what you were saying Malcolm let's go past x right. and yeah. say wait a minute these people do this all the time. We don't have to get stuck, caught up in their story, in their narrative. Mm-hmm. What we can Thank you. do is go beyond that because we're intelligent people. We, we actually, we've right. been here before. We actually call this reframing the meta narrative. 
and I would yeah. reframe it quite simply. Stay out. Of, stop looking at Hunter's junk. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, really. Yeah. Everyone say it. Whenever they bring up Hunter Biden, just say, stop looking at the man's junk. I know you want it, but that apparently is all there you're you interested in. Can we get out ahead of the latest white person hissy fit over a black lady at the Super Bowl? Can we get out ahead of that Wait, did we do this that? time <laughs> with Frangela? Rihanna is set to perform at this year's Super Bowl halftime show, and Trump-loving Representative Ronnie Jackson, the human pill dispenser, is not happy about it. He took to Twitter to condemn the National Football League for making Rihanna its halftime performance, giving her decision uh, in 2020 to spray paint Trump. They, she, she's obviously a, a, a Frangela fan at the uh, uh, Cadillac Ranch tourist attraction in Amarillo, Texas, which allows visitors to leave messages and art on its cars. Rihanna sprayed uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. On a car at the Cadillac Ranch in Amarillo, uh, Jackson wrote, she's made a career of spewing degenerate filth while bad-mouthing America every chance she gets. Why is the NFL showcasing this crap? Rihanna should not be the halftime performer. You know what? I'm sorry. That man was a, a quote-unquote admiral in the Navy. And I, I, I'm telling you, I, I would, in my personal opinion, it is, it, he has to be doing some sort of drug. Yeah. I've seen yeah. his writing That's and crazy. I go, whoa. There is no way a board will allow you to do that. Yeah. That's crazy. I want Lauren Boebert's speaker spell. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Frangela. We Frangela's. need access to that. You know she can't spell. <laughs> Final word, idiot of the week. MSWmedia.com, sexyliberal.com. We love you, Frangela. We love you, Malcolm Nance. Malcolm Nance. Malcolm Nance. Bill Maher. And Bill Maher tonight.